Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Glad that you all could come along with me today as we build the bridge as on every day to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and uh, it is an absolute joy uh, to talk to you once again today. Thank God for being a citizen of a country that is blessed from sea to shining sea, an exceptional nation that we live in. And I do believe in my heart of hearts, and I know for uh, myself that it is the Judeo-Christian ethic that has uh, made it possible that all of us, regardless of our race, color, creed, or faith, uh, can enjoy the blessings of liberty given to us by our Creator. It's written in our founding documents. Those very words, yeah, they're written in our founding documents that we are endowed by our Creator. Hey, folks, it is a great day in the USA. And um, do you know, I don't know if you know it, but this whole week is what's being called um, uh, education, the, the right uh, freedom of choice week. You know, school choice. This is school choice week. And um, <laughs> the oddest thing is, you know, Elizabeth Warren, you know, she lied about, you know, her kids going to to. uh public school at freedomworks.org. You want to check that out as a tweet that's out. And I got something coming out here on real talk real soon about, uh, school choice. But the, the, the thing that, you know, going all the way back to forced busing and all that kind of thing, you know, the idea even then and the remedy even then as far as education is concerned, is to make sure everybody could go to the school they wanted to go to. And when they got to that school, that school was adequately equipped to educate and uh, turn out good Americans. That should be the only and should have been the only goal of education at any point in time. That was the goal when parents uh, were solely responsible for their child's education. They simply wanted to make sure they became good, solid citizens, as the term is still used today. They wanted to make sure that the kids turned into good, solid citizens. Uh, you don't even hear <clears throat> people, pardon me, uh, saying that type of, uh, using that type of expression anymore. And the sad part about it is the reason they don't use that type of expression anymore is because of something that we have come to know as political correctness. It's, 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 uh, uh, wrong to say 
that you want to be a good, upstanding American citizen. Somehow, what those words that I just said are interpreted as racist. <laughs> oh, I laugh at you if you buy into such lunacy in the year 2020. As an American, you want yourself and you want your children to be fine, upstanding citizens, American citizens. That should mean something. And I got to tell you something, folks, when that stopped meaning something, you saw a dip in uh, who we are as a nation. You saw a um, weakness in the chain of who we are when we stop taking into account that we want to be upstanding, good, upstanding American citizens. And so um, here we looking at this thing that's going on with school choice. The Democrats have been telling black folks for years that they were racist against themselves. If they supported the idea of being able to choose the school that they want their child to go to and use whatever uh, private funding, because that's the proposal that the president's making. He has on the table right now a $5 billion proposal that will give tax cuts to any organization that funds scholarships for minorities who want to take advantage of getting out of a systematically bad public school. And you want to talk about systematic racism when you talk about inner city and many times and I'm not knocking the teachers. Don't get me wrong as far as it's concerned. I mean, any teacher who goes to uh, teach in an inner city school, they're, they're just not paying you enough. You could not get me to teach uh, 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 anywhere from... <laughs> kindergarten to high school grads and and very few of the freshmen or sophomores that enter college do, do I think at this point in my life that I'd have time to try and deal with. So when I think about what an inner city school teacher must face day to day and keep his or her sanity I just have this one thing to say. They're not paying you enough. They are not paying you enough. But private funding can create the type of situation that would escalate a non-existent competition between the public schools and those that are deemed at this present time to be much better than public schools. It would create an environment where the public schools would either get better and more competitive and pull their act together or they would go by the wayside. And guess what would happen? The teachers union that is mammoth 
would lose a lot of its teeth. Their ability to leverage. If vouchers, and and, and you can believe this, folks, that it is the teachers' unions that are behind uh, the misinformation about the benefits of vouchers. Being able to go where you're, being able to send your child where you want to send your child. And friends, they don't want this. Black people, hear me. Black folks, hear me. And full disclosure, I'm black like you. I'm a conservative in America who who happens to be black. And there are literally millions of us who feel this way, who have not had any avenue to express it without gaping fear. Well, six years ago, uh, I put together a movie that was the platform for Blexit and Walkaway movements today. It was called Runaway Slave. Get it. Runaway slave. And it pointed out how we had become mascots to progressive socialist. Progressive socialist. Who have Marxist ideas. On the young people and designs upon the young people. Here in America. And they are implementing their designs on young people while we American citizens who are approaching mature age while we watch. And yes, you you have groups that speak out and say things uh, loudly, but do you know who attacks those groups? The paid liberal media who at one time should at least uh, could be called uh, uh, an almost impartial umpire. They were, they were never really impartial. The, the media was never really impartial to, to the right wing. They've always been pretty much left-leaning. However, they at least did call some strikes and balls on their opponents, uh, you know, fairly. They did. But today, the reason why anyone who wants to defend being a conservative, who wants to speak out for school choice and vouchers, being funded by private uh, organizations who get tax credits, for the donations they give to this type of program. The president has a $50 billion proposal on the table. Uh, Friends, tell me what's not to love. Tell me how is it possible that uh, people like your Al Sharptons could say that this is something that perpetrates racist uh, dialogue and behavior. How is it possible that 
I'm getting to choose or a black person, whoever, a white person, a woman, whoever gets to choose where their child and how their child is educated. Isn't that something that's fundamental in its concept of education from the very beginning of who we have been as a nation? Isn't it always been the parent who, who would say to themselves, the boy, the girl has potential? Son, daughter, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> I guess we still ask the question. I don't hear it much anymore, but I guess we still ask the question. Now, hey, listen to me. A lot is going on. Lies, treachery, deceit. A lot is going on. Good is being called evil and evil good. That's what's going on in this world. We were told uh, that this would be the situation as we began to wind down certain things, ages and so forth, that this would be the situation, good being called evil and evil good, where someone in high authority, like Adam Schiff, could blatantly and does blatantly lie with immunity. Blatantly lie with immunity about issues that do indeed affect a person's vote depending on how they believe. Whether they know that Adam Schiff is lying or whether they believe Adam Schiff. This man is getting away with blatant, bold-faced lies and you can rest assured and you can flip over to MSNBC, CNN, You can flip over there and you can hear that they are praising these lies. They're praising them. The day has come when evil is called good and good is called evil. And because people were self-involved, uh, so self-involved that they did not care about their surroundings as long as it did not affect their self-absorption. That's where we are. So evil can be called good and good can be called evil because nobody cares. We have gotten to a point where we're so self-absorbed that nobody cares as long as it doesn't affect the self-absorption that we are engulfed and immersed in.
And so how then do you slap the people out of this type of uh, sleep? You have to make the self-absorption less comfortable. Yeah. First of all, by making folks aware that uh, a society in America can come that will not allow you to be as self-absorbed. And that's exactly the one that the Ocasio-Cortezes, the Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren uh, would want to see come about. Hillary Clinton was charged to bring it about if, in fact, she was elected. But, of course, she wasn't. And they have not forgotten that this is the end all game plan to bring about fundamental change in this country. Why? Why would you want to change a script, change a playbook that has created champions, has won Oscar nominations and Oscar awards for the performance that America has done over the last 243 years. It has been an incredible saga to think of where we came from in this country through it all from our inception in the revolutionary war and then uh, going on to fight a civil war among ourselves, a war that no other nation has truly uh, gone through in the way that we have, a war to test and see if a nation like ours so uh, dedicated to a proposition that all men are created equal, how then do we achieve this war was about the equality for all releasing those who are in bondage and finding a way to have equality for all not equal outcome I want you to hear me not equal outcome but the equality of opportunity to compete That's what we strive for in this nation. And every American should have the opportunity to compete. And that's why school vouchers and the ability for the parent to take back that type of control over their child's education, it it creates that drive to find a place where you and your child can compete. We'll talk a little bit more about it. Hey, uh, they're lying again, and the Department of Justice has exposed a lie. We'll talk about that when I come back with more of the C.L. Bryant Show.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us uh, today as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. It is uh, a joy to uh, be heard throughout the United States over uh, not only our uh, flagship station, Red State Talk, but also uh, Loving Liberty and um, Liberty Roundtable or us, other uh, terrestrials who do us in replay. We certainly, um, certainly thank you for uh, inviting us into your families as well. As most of you know, Jane and I have moved uh, up here to Colorado, and um, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place that uh, Jane really wanted to uh, to come to and, and be. And I solicit your prayers uh, for uh, my wife, Jane. I, uh, You know she is the absolute love of my life, but we're going through uh, some health issues and trials and certainly want your prayers. I join my uh, faith with yours. And so thank you so much for uh, coming along with us. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant. Well, the lies continue to flow. They continue to, um, well, they're just blatant. The de- for, for instance, here's one. The, de- the Department of Justice said an alleged claim by former National Security Advisor. John Bolton, that Attorney General William Barr was concerned about personal favors President Trump did for certain world leaders, grossly mischaracterizes the situation. Grossly mischaracterizes the situation. (laughs) In other words, what you said, sir, was not true you understand not true uh carrie cupick the doj's director of communications and public affairs posted an official statement late monday night that refuted that what bolton reportedly wrote in a manuscript for his book the new york times spoke with several people who have seen the draft and reported that barr told Bolton last year he was worried about what Trump was doing for the world leaders of Turkey and China. While Department of Justice has not reviewed Mr. Bolton's transcript, the New York Times account of this conversation grossly mischaracterizes what Attorney General Barr and Mr. Bolton discussed. Now, 
I'm not really sure that John Bolton is has a hand on the oars or is controlling the rudder of the ship that he happens to be a passenger in. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if uh, if if he is really steering the ship. I think the people who are steering this ship and and they 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 had been good at one point um the new york times some time ago many moons ago but they have become so tabloid and in fact the inquirer may actually do better news than the new york times yeah and if the times is now, and they have had it for years, gotten solidly the reputation that they that what they say cannot be trusted, especially when it comes to them reporting accurately on the Trump administration and things that affect our opinion of the Trump administration. If they have now been proven, and, and they have, that they cannot be trusted. Why are we talking about this? It, 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 seeing how it is that it is the New York Times that said it. Do you realize we have gotten to a point where if it was if it if it's in the New York Times, it could be a blatant lie? without any vetting or anything do you realize that no one the new york times does not even have the trend the scripts uh they haven't read john bolton's book they haven't read ambassador bolton's book they don't know what's in the book they don't know the context of what's in the book in fact good chance bolton may just not publish that book until after the election and the truth of the matter is, uh, he is doing his nation a great disservice, John Bolton is, because he had privy conversations with the President of the United States. And now he's doing a kiss and tell, apparently. Which means that future presidents of the United States, and this president has had to learn this the hard way. But it also means that future presidents of the United States had to be incredibly careful about who they talk to about anything. Because that person may leave the employ and then go sell the kiss and tell. I believe that uh, there might need to be a uh, five-year, six-year, eight-year even longer moratorium on former um, aides and confidants to presidents. I think there, there has to be some type of moratorium put on that where they can't talk. They be ga- they're gagged for a length of time because right now these clowns are making a lot of money running and telling their story and or running and telling a story that they probably had nothing to do with 
Yeah. Uh, and um, when we talk about um, the people who have taken advantage of uh, being associated with the Trump administration and then went and kissed and tell, you know, kissed up to the progressive liberal journalist and uh, and told all about it or, or at least told their side of what what's going on. And, you know, they're disgruntled. Uh, Amorosa being one. I mean, this is a person that owes her notoriety to Donald John Trump. He made her a national face. The president did that. Donald John Trump did that. Even placed her in the White House, though she was absolutely uh, pointless in her what what can anybody tell me what her role was other than getting out of the shot or being in every shot <laughs> that she could possibly be <laughs> with the president i you know, i guess you don't blame her so much but then she becomes disgruntled right and she leaves the white house and she wants to tell just how bad things were for her and also the relationship with Donald Trump. It was always bad. Yeah. Al Sharpton has gotten many checks from Trump. So has Jesse Jackson. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure even Chucky Schumer. Oh, he's gotten a check from Trump, too. But they cannot abide him bucking the system. They wouldn't mind it so much if he didn't also buck the establishment Republicans, the GOP, and make them behave differently than they normally do. He's hated for that, too. Mitch McConnell would not be behaving this way. In a, in a more conservative fashion, if it were not for Donald John Trump and his policies. No, he wouldn't. The Republicans at large would not be behaving with the type of conservative confidence that they're exemplifying right now if it wasn't for the leadership of this president. We are finding, again, our conservative values. And the onslaught is going, is happening, is coming. It has to happen. We're finding our conservative values again. But you know what the strangest thing is? When we find those things, it seems that there's always something that does raise its ugly head to challenge us. And to cause us to dig even deeper as Americans. Now, um, a few days ago, we were experiencing record highs in the stock market again, right? 
And um, then we get word of a virus emanating from China that threatens pandemic. And the market takes, you know, a plunge. And that is the way of the world. It ebbs, it flows. And the only thing that we can do as uh, Americans, and that is why we're here, this is uh, the point of our existence. And if we forget why we exist as Americans, then we open ourselves up to the type of abuse that we do experience when we forget our purpose. You forget the purpose, abuse of that thing, that entity, a nation, a family, a church, a business. When you forget its purpose, abuse is inevitable. We can become something, Americans, that we were never intended to be. It has happened many times throughout human history to great and venerable institutions, great and venerable people who lost themselves, forgot their purpose, forgot its purpose, forgot the purpose. And so abuse set in. It's inevitable. And Americans, when we look at Adam Schiff, we look at the House of Representatives, the the, the things that you're seeing them do right now, that is the indication. They are the indicators that they have forgotten the purpose. What you see going on in the House of Representatives now is a certain indication, proof positive, that they have forgotten their purpose. Not all of them, but certainly Nancy Pelosi doesn't care about that purpose. Oh, she doesn't care about that purpose. She cares about resisting Donald John Trump. She doesn't care that your business gets done, even though that is the main course of the purpose for those we elect to office is to take care of our national business that truly affects us uh, locally because we send our requests, our desires. We make them known here from the local level. We make them known through our representatives who represent us on a national basis. And so when they don't take care of our business, it affects us. And the amazing thing is this, folks. Listen, this is the amazing thing about this. Through all of the resistance 
that Nancy Pelosi and all of that gang uh, tried to uh, and have launched against the president, he has been phenomenally successful. And even though I, I think he would have been even more successful if he'd gotten more cooperation, but who knows? Maybe it took this type of pushback to help us all see just how diametrically different the two parties are. And uh, to you Christians out there who would think of voting for the Democrat Party and have voted for him, and hey, I've been a Christian and voted for him myself, believe me. But I never thought about certain things that I was voting for. I didn't think about the fact that I was voting for a party that is absolutely for everything I'm against. Oh, abortion. Oh, therefore that. Uh, marriage between two men, two women. Therefore that. I'm against that. I'm against that. I mean, I'm not against you. I'm against that. Oh, you can have whatever type of union and ceremony, but we're talking here uh, a term called marriage that God sanctioned himself between man and woman. And so I'm not for people loving who they want to love. You can do whatever you want to do. But let's not uh, shade the definitions. Let's not redefine what uh, we know to be factual. And that is the uh, uh, continuance of mankind hinge upon the uh, involvement hopefully and prayerfully within the bonds of matrimony reproducing the race itself and I'm against most everything in that democrat platform and you Christians uh, from what I understand, you you should be yourselves, but yet I see you voting for that. Wake up. Are you woke? Well, get that way. <laughs> get that way. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the CL Bryant Show, download free the CL Bryant Show app onto your favorite device. All of the shows are archived there. We shall return after these brief words with more of the CL Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back. You thought I was worth Changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Hey, um, back in the day when I first went to college, LSUS, um, I remember the days I, I wanted to, I was a pre-law student, all that type thing. And um, then I went to journalism. I did all kind of stuff. But anyway, Alan Dershowitz was a young voice then. And as we matured, Dershowitz became one of the leading liberal voices in the nation when it came to constitutional law. Although there is one thing that you must say Uh, for Dershowitz, and that is he has always been even-handed, fair, uh, the quintessential attorney, lawyer. It was um, somewhat, for those of us who like legal arguments, and of course understand the Constitution of the United States, It was an absolute joy to watch him argue against the impeachment of President Donald Trump uh, on the floor there in the Senate. Uh, Dershowitz, no doubt, is a legal expert, and he rejected House Democrats' articles of impeachment on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. He dubbed both articles unconstitutional, saying they defy the rule of law. And even if former security advisor John Bolton's book, Revelations, are true, among them is the contention Trump linked military aid to Ukraine's pursuit of investigations into political rivals. They too, Dershowitz says, do not rise to the level of impeachable offenses. Nothing in Bolton's revelations, even if true, would rise of the level of abuse of power or an impeachable offense. That is clear from the history. That is clear from the language of the Constitution. You cannot turn conduct that is not impeachable into impeachable conduct simply by using words like quid pro quo 
and personal benefit. Dershowitz is displaying what makes America, what has made America great, and that is the ability to say, though I may not agree with what you said, I will defend to the death your right to say it. This is why you heard one side of this story from weeks, months, couple of months now. One side of this story you've heard. Now, the genius of our founding fathers is showing through right now because you are seeing the right to speak and defend yourself, to have due process play out. You heard the vilification side of the story. You heard that. Now you get a chance to hear the defense of that in face of that vilification. And here is an American, Alan Dershowitz, who understands he is an expert, a legal expert, especially when it comes to the Constitution, saying to the Democrats, his party, his party, that this is nuts and you know it and just because you're throwing around words like quid pro quo and personal benefit that does not say anything in terms of making it more palatable or reasonable or right to impeach this president you're gonna you're gonna rue the day. Yes, you are. You're going to rue the day <laughs> that you did this. I am saying. I'm telling you. You are. I, I somehow I really feel that you know this, but you have something diabolical planned uh, so that you can skate by it or something. Some something's up. I know that much. Something is up. And so, um, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, Schiff, uh, not, not Schiff, but um, John Roberts, John Bolton, John Bolton, uh, Ambassador Bolton, according to the New York Times, has um, something blockbuster to say. But then again, on the other hand, <laughs> not so much because it's already being slapped down and called a lie. Yeah, it's being slapped down and it's being called a lie. So. Back to the drawing board, Democrats, you tried and you failed again. You should get tired of being right all the time. <laughs> oh, no, not so much. Now, um, friends, um, 
the appeals courts. And, and we got to get back to business in this country. We, we must get back to business. And um, the appeals court to hear uh, Trump travel ban lawsuits. You remember this. You know, and, and this is this is American business here. Um, President Trump's travel ban on travelers from, from predominantly Muslim countries is going back before federal appeals court. Um, last Tuesday, the fourth uh, U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in uh, Richmond, um, they'll hear the arguments. They heard the arguments in three lawsuits filed by U.S. citizens and permanent residents whose relatives have been unable to enter the United States because of the travel ban. The appeal court uh, is being asked to decide whether a federal judge in Maryland made a mistake when he refused to dismiss the lawsuits. Despite now the the 2018 U.S. Supreme Court ruling upheld the ban, the high court found in a separate case that the ban has a legitimate grounding in national security concerns. But for some reason now, uh, that is going back to appeals courts. Do you see how they constantly challenge the authority of this president to keep the nation safe. This is what these Democrats have been about these last three years. They have been about stymieing the president's ability to keep this nation safe by resistance, what have you. By just blatant uh, in his face type of uh, assault. Yeah. And so, friends, when we think about it, let's think about it this way. Vote him out. <laughs> That's the only way to stop it. Is vote them out. Vote the Democrats out of the House of Representatives. You better be certain that you hold on to the Senate. Yeah, you better be certain that you hold on to the Senate. And if we want to see real prosperity in this country occur and allow the Judeo-Christian ethics that have given all people of all faiths the ability to worship freely. If we want to see that continue, we better reelect Donald John Trump to the White House. Yeah, you better do that. Because if you don't, if Nancy Pelosi, if the Democrats, whether Pelosi remains speaker, if they held the, the House or not, friends, they would impeach again. And do you realize that the only thing standing in front of uh, Donald Trump being the impeached and ousted president of the United States is the fact that Republicans control the Senate? You are aware of, you, you are aware of that, right? 
if the Democrats were in charge the way that they are in charge of the House of Representatives, if they were in charge of the Senate in the same way, this would be game, set, match for this president of the United States. He would be impeached and your vote would be absolutely nullified. And I want to tell you something. I believe this. I believe this is true. I'm just not uh, saying this for uh, any type of shock value or anything like that. I'm telling you something that I honestly believe is true. Uh, I know. I really believe this. That they will impeach again if we allow them to maintain the majority in the House of Representatives. They must be voted out. Vote them out. Well, hey, friends, let me tell you something. Um, we all know that um, we have an incredible job to do. We cannot become lackadaisical in these last 10 months heading up to election. We must remain steadfast, on fire, fired up, and presenting our cause, presenting our platform clearly and succinctly. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, live and in living color, right here over Red State Talk Radio throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. I'll be back after the top of the hour. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Back with you on this great day in the USA. 
Glad that you could come along with us for both hours. And if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant show, uh, be certain to download free the C.L. Bryant show app onto your favorite device. You know, it's very Machiavellian. In fact, it's a quote from Machiavelli that uh, says, never try to win by force what you can what can be won by deception never try to win anything by force that can be won by deception and if you hear that coming from machiavelli look at what's going on in our political arena right now deception 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 and there is also force going on as well because there are people who have been afraid of the powers that be for many many years they have felt forced to hold a certain opinion, to hold a party line, and they felt threatened if, in fact, they did not do it. Good news is this. There's an awakening going on. There's a new um, breeze of courage being blown throughout this nation over the votes of those who didn't feel uh, that it was ever going to be possible for them to really vote their, their convictions and their minds, especially when you look back over the last 50 years in this country. Yeah. That is changing. That is cracking. And I'm proud to be a part of uh, an, an organization. Uh, in fact, it's kicked off, founded by our president, Donald John Trump. I'm happy to be a part of the advisory board of Black Voices for Trump. It's organizations and, 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 and entities like that that are causing, at this very moment, an awakening to happen in this country. That's what's happening now. And you can become a part of that. Become a part of that. Go to Black Voices for Trump and also go to freedomworks.org. You can become a part of the awakening that's happening in this country. It's a good thing. Nothing bad about it whatsoever. But you have to keep an eye now on on what... um, is being said and what's being done. Uh, for instance, I'll give you a, a, a good for instance here. Nancy Pelosi. We talked about the uh, appeals courts and, and all of that. Nancy Pelosi. And, and pay attention to the seniors in this country right now. Pay attention to them. They are having their I guess it's the the curtain call. 
They're all showing up. And they're showing up strong. They're actually making a way for those coming behind them. You can see it happening right now. And what's interesting, the question is, which side will be victorious? Will America win, in my opinion, by embracing, again, its conservative values? Or will America fall going down the path of progressive socialism? Marxism that's being served up by the Democrat Party. Which way will the nation go? Oh, it is a choice that we have. Oh, we have we have choices in everything. That's the big issue right now is choice. Oh, a woman's right to choose. But what about your right to choose uh, as a parent something as elementary? It should be as where you're, you want to send your kid to school. Elementary school. High school. What, you know, junior high. Middle school. You know. Isn't, uh, isn't that a fundamental right that is... Almost indisputable. I mean, what is disputable about it? That you should have the right to send your child to the school you want to send them to. And if there happens to be uh, an opportunity through the private sector, that there are scholarships available and your child qualifies for that, what's wrong with it? I think it's an incentive for the child to have a better GPA, grade point average, you know? Because now if you, you hang in there, you, you can go to school somewhere else, but you got you to gotta do right. I don't want this to be just something where f- folks are giving something to somebody and you make that the same place you came from. This has to be merited. It has to be earned. And that is what teaches the lesson. When things are earned, when things are merited. My friends, um, when I think about just how important it is for us to understand who we are, what we are as Americans, I'm I'm at the point where I am ready to shout it from the mountaintops to us. Wake up. There is something going on. There is something afoot that we cannot turn our back on. We cannot deny. We cannot ignore. Now, um, the DOJ, as I mentioned earlier in the show, um, is you know refuting anything that might be coming out of this Bolton uh, Ambassador Bolton thing, but there's a, a new group that is now targeting uh, that is now formed to attack Mitch McConnell. Now, there's a couple of things you want to you want to note here is that. Uh, Mitch did not necessarily want to sign on for this. <laughs> no, no, no. Mitch, Mitch didn't sign on for this. But now that 
Trump is president and he is the type of president he is that is drawing the ire of even those who are never Trumpers in the Republican Party. But they're also, of course, drawing the ire of every Democrat there is. There is a group form now to attack McConnell. And like I'm telling you, Mitch didn't sign up for this. That's why they're so comfortable in the swamp together. Is because even though there are some discomfort sometimes, there's never teeth being burrowed into those who uh, share the swamp with you. Only outsiders into that swamp get attacked. Now, a new group has been uh, formed in order to attack Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell ahead of his Kentucky re-election bid in November's election. Uh, That's what Axios is reporting. The group called uh, Fix Our Senate intends to put out research on McConnell demonstrating that he has a major responsibility for what many consider are the country's most pressing problems, including intensely a partisan atmosphere, inability to pass much needed legislation on crucial issues, raising drug prices and continuing wealth inequity. Yeah, those are all uh, items of interest that will make us take to the streets to get McConnell out. <laughs> Not. Ain't no way. Did you hear those? Did you hear the, the, the these? These are what they're charging McConnell with. This is laughable. This is elementary juvenile. This is fourth grade stuff. This is what they are. are they, they want many uh, for what many consider are the countries. They're blaming McConnell for what many believe. Many believe are the country's most pressing problems. That's one. Including the intensely partisan atmosphere. That's your fault, Mitch McConnell. The intensely partisan atmosphere. That's your fault, Mitch McConnell. Inability to pass much needed legislation on crucial crucial issues. That's your fault, Mitch McConnell. This group is saying. And raising drug prices, Mitch McConnell, you did that. And continuing wealth inequity, Mitch McConnell, you are doing that even though it's the Democrats who don't want black people to be able to choose the schools they want to choose for their children. Mitch, you are the root of all of the nation's evil. This group is going to try and prove that so that you won't get reelected there in Kentucky. Friends, they they haven't stopped now. Don't you understand? You better understand me. This has not stopped. The fundamental change of America 
is still in the mix. And if we should lose the Senate and they hold the House of Representatives and we reelect Donald John Trump, then Donald John Trump's last four years, if the Democrats are in charge of both houses, in fact, he might as well step down. <laughs> I, mean, that, that, I mean, you know, if the Democrats were in charge of the Senate right now, the president would be gone. That's a fact. But if you let the, the Democrats hold on to the House of Representatives and if you allow them to take the Senate from you, the president might as well resign. <laughs> I don't I don't know if even he has the temerity to fight that type of fight. Yeah. There's a lot of us right now who are wondering just how uh, people will be coming down politically here in these next 10 months. That's, that's not a long time. 10 months is not a long time at all. Just nearly, uh, what, three months ago was Thanksgiving. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And I remember that very vividly. The wife and I uh, spent uh, that time with um, one of our daughter's house and her husband and many of the, the children came over, the grandkids and so forth. That was just in recent memory. It's been three months ago. Now, 10 months is not a long time. And then we will be discovering, we will be finding out which way we're going to go as a nation. We're going to find that out. Now, friends, um, when we think about um, Lindsey Graham and everyone who is in the, who's playing um, a role, and even those who were just hard and on Trump, like Graham was, like McConnell was, they are now um, in the camp of the president. They're 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 father, solidly fighting alongside the president. And here's something that Graham has is saying that you know I do agree with. Uh, uh, one day after a so-called bombshell claim that uh, could damage President Donald Trump in his impeachment trial was reported. Senator Graham, Republican of South Carolina, said he wants to see the evidence. Stop right there for a minute, because that's important. We want to see the evidence. I want to see it. I want to know what that is. What is the evidence? Of the wrongdoing. I mean, you, you can't just have people going around saying stuff. And folks saying that this is bombshell. When it is nothing. 
I think uh, what we have to do here is evaluate the manuscript. Graham said in regard to a New York Times report that claimed former National Security Advisor John Bolton wrote in a draft of his upcoming book that Trump held up U.S. military aid to Ukraine in 2019 to force Ukraine to investigate Joe and Hunter Biden. Now, that is what the uh, New York Times is saying. But does that is that truly what John Bolton's book says? We don't know. And so Graham is right by insisting that we see the evidence, that we evaluate the manuscript. And this is what your representatives should be doing for you because this is your business, your national security, your former national security advisor who has the ear uh, has heard the president uh, has heard the president's intimate thoughts on various security measures in our nation. Should he be talking at all? Is the question, should he be talking at all? He was your our former national security advisor. Should he even be writing a book right now? This is something absolutely wrong that is happening that has to be corrected. So let's correct it. And let's see this for what it is. Graham is right. We need to see the manuscript. We need to see this for ourselves and we need to make sure that it is shouted from the rooftop when these things are proven to be lies. We need to make sure that everybody from MTV to Hollywood to wherever, TMZ, wherever, they know that Whoopi Goldberg, the view, whoever, they need to know that those lies have been exposed. I'm CL. We'll be right back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. are lifted high 
Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant. Thank you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation here daily on the C.L. Bryant Show. You know what, folks, um, as we head toward uh, the end of the show, and if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show in your app store. Go to freedomworks.org and become a part of a movement of grassroots activists in this nation, boasting nearly 6 million people. Become involved, freedomworks.org. And uh, hey, friends, um, be sure to check us out at Black Voices for Trump. Black Voices for Trump. Check that out and become involved in that red or yellow, black and white. Uh, It is a great organization. And uh, thank you so much as we build the bridge here now. You know what's going on in this uh, nation, folks? What's happening in America right now is, is that there is a manipulation of every definition uh, that we have come to know traditionally. You know what I'm saying? Every definition that we have come to know traditionally and know that uh, definition as a reality. There is now a manipulation of definitions that are going on in this nation right now. Even the definition of the president of the United States. That's if they have their way, there will be a manipulation, a redefinition, a redefining of America, even if we allow them to have their way unchecked, unbridled. We will find ourselves in that situation. And so why then, why is there a manipulation of definitions In this country, why is it necessary that the so-called powers that be are manipulating definitions? Well, the one thing that the progressive socialists have learned and have known for some time is that every definition, accurate or inaccurate, has a destination. The definition in itself actually takes you somewhere. However you have defined yourself, that is what has taken you somewhere. And so, uh, friends, there is a destination already uh, born and burned, built in to the definition and definitions are the building blocks on which our thoughts are based. However, you are defining the, your world around you. Then your thoughts are based upon those definitions the, the racist, for instance, um, that's something children do not uh, g- gravitate toward naturally. They don't do it. They're taught that racism. I grew up in the South 
uh, in the uh, 60s. I grew up in the South. And I know children who were taught racism, racist attitudes, and I know children, white children who were not. I know children who, white children who were taught it, and I know white children who were not. And the white children who were taught racist attitudes were always surprised when they got to know another uh, race of person or another ethnicity of person. They got to know them as a person. And the way, way we saw that, the way we saw it a lot of times was on the football field and in sports, competition. We realized the value of each other by what they were offering there in their abilities. And sports has been a um, tool to break down racial barriers. It has definitely been that. And so the definition of a person who is black or white, if he's racist, whoever he is, if you have defined a certain group of people as evil, if they're uh, a, a definite, if that's your definition of them, then that is the groundwork. That is the foundation of your thoughts. That's what your thoughts are based on. What's your definition of that person of the people are. And, and friends, when we look at how Donald John Trump has been defined by the progressive liberal left, the progressive socialist left. When we look at how they have been defining him and how many uninformed in the the masses have bought into that definition of Donald John Trump, then you have a you have a problem. We have a problem because we have people whose whose thoughts are based off fallacy. But then, as I I quoted and I mentioned as I came back into the show, that uh, motherhood, marriage, family, nation, church. When we look at all of those things. You have to consider what Machiavelli was saying as far as uh, taking over. He said, you never have to. Don't even try to win by force what can be won by deception. Machiavelli. And the Democrats, as I was saying, is in fact, they are in fact employing this method of taking over. They are not forcing it in the sense of strong arm, except in the political arena. People are afraid they're going to lose their job, their cabinet seat, their um, committee seat, what have you. They might be, a, a, you know, strong arm that way. But still, people do have a choice to do or walk away in any way they choose. So the deception 
is important. And Adam Schiff is a liar that is lying with immunity. He can say anything he wants to say. The man feels as though he can say anything he wants to say. Anything he wants to say. And nobody cares. If it's true or not. But there is a different story being told now. Oh, yeah, there's a different story being told now. And uh, that story is that um, and a different narrative being heard on shift too. even his own colleagues are beginning to uh, question why he's such a blatant liar. And, and, and Jerry Nadler's just in the same arena. These two men, Nancy Pelosi, put in their positions, it appears the evidence is showing because of their ability to lie. And then when you look at the people who are on their committees, they all lie too. It is almost as though it is a cult. When you look at the way those Democrats behave and act, it, it's almost like they are a part of a cult. And they try to relate uh, the, the cultishness to Trump voters. But it's not. It's not like that at all. It's because he speaks the language of an American. And that's not cultish. That's individualist. Every individual in this country, every citizen of this country, and anyone who understands what America is supposed to be, hears the voice and the policies of this administration and are glad that they're the way they are. Huh? But if you want to change America, if you want to change uh, this higher learning, your schools, your churches even, if you want to change even the family, society itself, just redefine the words. You don't have to change the history books. You don't have to change the words in the book. You just redefine what the words mean. And you accomplish the same goal that you would have accomplished if you told the story in a different way. You don't have to do that. And the progressive socialists understand that. In the Democrat Party, they understand that the only thing they have to do is change the definition of the words, change the definition of motherhood, husband and wife, family, life, birth, 
change the definition of gender and those things, male and even female. Change the definitions of them, and you don't have to change the words. You don't have to rewrite the words or even the stories because we'll add our own twist to who we thought the characters were in these stories. Just change the definitions. That's all you got to do. And so, friends, when we think about just how diabolical all of this can be, you could redefine the Constitution. The words, the goal is to get the Americans to base our future on our feelings rather than on the realities of life. And that is dangerous. When we base our American future on our feelings rather than the realities of our life, that is dangerous. How long do we continue with this with uh, without calling out the inaccurate analysis that even an Adam Schiff, a Nancy Pelosi, all of the committee members of both Schiff and Natler's uh, committees, how long do we not just march in the streets of Washington calling out the inaccuracies that have been uh, launched, read, deciphered among um, American people, the American population? How long? The realities, my friends, is that our young people are being indoctrinated to act on their feelings, regardless of how it may affect their long term as far as the real world is concerned. But you know what the actual concern is with the real world is that the real world is taking on a redefinition as well. Till finally, you know, you live in a la-la land, uh, strawberry fields forever type of existence. Drug-addled, drug-riddled nation, Drug-addled, drug-riddled world. Does Kim Jong-un act uh, ill? Does Kim Jong-un act as nutty as he does because um, he is that way or is that self-medication? Huh? Vladimir Putin? 
all of the world leaders, all of them are but feet of clay. And they are there to do our work for us on a national scale. Are we getting our money's worth at this point in time? And the only way I have said that we are able are going to be able to oust and ensure that we get back on track in this country is if we vote them out, vote out the Democrats, socialist, the progressive socialist, vote them out of office. And we will be certain to get on with the people's business. Now, we have um, a great product when we come to liberty and freedom. (laughs) There is no better product. And friends, um, as we head toward the end of this show, and the other, the last segment of the show, I want to talk about a learned helplessness that is being um, fed to the general population, a learned helplessness. We'll talk about it when the C.L. Bryant show return. It has been an absolute great day in the USA. And um, I have to tell you, that when we think about the learned helplessness that um, progressive socialists, the Marxists who have invaded the Democrat Party, would like all of us to be baptized in a learned helplessness. I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to leave you with that today because it's easy to fall into, especially in a self-indulgent America as we are. It's easy to fall for the learned helplessness. I'll return. Don't go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving. So you came change my life you thought I was worth keeping so you cleaned me up inside you thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. Best I can, always in the heaven hand.
CL home stretch of the CL Brian show for today. It has been a fantastic day in the USA as always. And as long as people like you are willing to stand and fight the good fight, which is required of us now, uh, it is absolutely important to all of us that we fight the good fight in this nation. Um, A learned helplessness is exactly what is being uh, fed to you, um, produced in you, planted in you, I should say. Whenever you hear the words um, abused his power um, for his own uh, benefit. He is uh, a president who wants to be king. Those are all geared toward producing in you a learned helplessness. You see, there's nothing uh, you can do. They want you to believe about what Trump is doing in their fantasy world to this country. They want you to believe that the only salvation that you have against the big bad Trump is to depend on them. But friends, when you actually examine the record, you examine the record of a booming economy, save for the fact that the Chinese very well could want to sabotage their own goodwill with us by exporting a virus that is deadly. But other than that, the economy is booming. Black unemployment way, way, way down. Lowest in the history of the country. Black unemployment. Latino unemployment way, way down. The lowest in the history of the country. Latino unemployment. Women going into business way up. Big time up. Because they're able to compete. And because they're able to, of course, take advantage of this booming economy. When we talk about our military, it is strong. And when we talk about the exceptional nature of America, the nature of America, it is real. Now, in a couple of weeks, we have the um, (laughs) State of the Union address coming up. And that will be interesting if, in fact, the president goes through with delivering it. Who knows? This could get ugly. We don't know. Uh, But the thing with us is that we now are very much engaged in ugly, right? Oh, we don't care about ugly anymore, do we? Not really. 
We don't really care about ugly anymore. But I can tell you this, we are, in fact, ruining the office of the presidency. We're ruining our own outlook on who we are as Americans. We are ruining that. But we can get it back. There is no question about it. We can stem the tide that is, in fact, uh, causing the problem. We can stem that. But we better do it pretty quick. Children, we have to take the responsibility for them being like they are because they do, in fact, watch us so closely. <laughs> yeah, we have to take the responsibility. A timeout um, method of parenting leads to a diminished respect for authority. Oh, I mean, you can say timeout, you can go over there and be in timeout, but the, it still diminishes the respect for authority because there is no true consequence. He didn't want to, you know, kid, kid acting out doesn't want to participate anyway. So it has, so the consequence has to be something different that actually guides them into participation, not just a timeout. It, it guides them into cooperation, not just a timeout. The timeout method of uh, parenting, in my opinion has led to a diminished respect for authority. And it bolsters the learned helplessness that parents actually convey to the child in, in executing such a thing. Yeah. And so uh, we, we have to take responsibility for that. That is something that is definitely on the parent. We have to take responsibility for our society anyway and the type of uh, citizen that we are turning out in this society. When we talk about school choice, and I open the show with this topic, uh, I'm, I'm going I'm to close out today with this topic. Whenever you see someone treating someone else differently than they would treat themselves, you uh, move from liberty to tyranny. And see, that is what the progressives, they have the choice but they don't want you to have it. So they're treating you differently than they would treat themselves. Naturally, they treat themselves better, right? And they treat you differently than they treat themselves. That is the foundation of uh, a move from liberty to tyranny. Because they now dictate what your liberty is, which, of course, if they're dictating what it is, they're dictating it in on the platform of tyranny. 
They're telling you what you can and cannot do. And that's exactly why this country was formed to, of course, combat or at least create a place where it didn't matter who your father was. But you could compete on the merit of your character. And so people um, have confused schooling with education. And to bring this full circle here today, that is one of the main um, misnomers that so many of us uh, have. And that is the misnomer that going to school equals getting an education. That's a misnomer. And to break that down, to get that off the table in, in, in many ways, we have to understand that we must give the American parent the opportunity to choose for themselves the type of education they want for their child. In the DNA of the American parent, they want that child to do better in life than they did. In the DNA. Now, I know a lot of times you hear parents tell their children, you ain't going to be nothing. But you don't hear that a lot. I, I, I'm telling you, you don't hear that a lot, even though there's too many children that hear that, hear that from their parents. But you don't hear that a lot. Most American parents want their child to have it better than they've had it. And I'm telling you, the key to that is a good, well-rounded education. But they must they must, and we must get on our own bandwagons. We must have civic classes. We must have constitutional classes. We must have classes letting young people understand just why and how those in my generation understand America to be a great and exceptional nation. Yeah. There has to be that type of education. Or it's, this is all for nothing. We'll pass this on down to a generation. You and I will pass away. And, um, hey, it, it was all for nothing. It would be all for nothing. Are you hearing me? If they give it away. Our young people have to be taught by example. Even if we bear the slings and arrows of those who would like to drag us down, even if we have to bear those slings and those arrows, we have to lead by example in letting them uh, see why we love this nation and why we're not going to give it up without a fight. Um, those who came before us bled, they shed many tears, and they, there was a, a river of sweat, blood, and tears 
that founded this country, from everyone who's ever come here, they who have contributed to the building of this nation, from uh, anyone, from the slave to the blue blood, there has been prices paid by everybody. And the price has been paid for everyone who would be a legal citizen of this country to enjoy the fruits of liberty and freedom. And every parent should have the right to choose the type of education that would give their child a fighting chance to enjoy, embrace, and indulge in the American dream. I want to thank God, as I often do and as I will continue to do, for his loving kindness and his tender mercy toward me and my family, my wife. He's been kind and he is kind. And I thank him for his mercy. And I want to thank him also for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL and may God bless and keep you all. Thank you.